Check, check. One, two. Let's hear you. Check, check. One, two. One, two. We are coming to you live, rocking and rolling from New York City. New York City. <laughs> Hell's Kitchen. Gordon Ramsay. Daredevil. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay is Daredevil. Holy hell. That explains why he's in such a bad mood all the time. Greetings, webheads. Welcome to episode 37 in a row of the Lace Gone Podcast, the show where we comb through random episodes of classic TV series with a fine-toothed laser. I'm the Siege, one of your hosts. And I'm Neil Cal, your other host. And uh, this week on the Laser Gone Podcast, we are kicking off our... Uh, latest themed month, which is Spider-Man. And we're starting it off with uh, the 1994 Fox Kids uh, animated Spider-Man series, which was one of my favorite shows growing up. As always, we put it through the old random number generator last week, and we landed on episode 58, which is, as I go to Wikipedia, uh, <laughs> Six Forgotten Warriors, uh, chapter, six, chapter 5, The Price of Heroism, which originally aired on October 17th, 1997. The Price uh, of Heroism. The, I know, uh, it's been shooting up ever since the war on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the uh uh the 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 crime inflation will kill you yeah uh so spider-man as a character doesn't really need much introduction we all know who he is we all know what he's about everybody has seen those spider-man movies they make a lot of money you see but people, uh people love web slinging man uh, people do love web swinging uh do you play that and uh, ever play that uh ps4 spider-man game you know what? I'm like the only one in the world that hasn't. <laughs> I don't even own a PS4 anymore, and I've played the shit out of that game. <laughs> I actually, Fuck, I always do that. I always miss out. Uh, back in 2018, actually, and I wish I had this kind of disposable income at this point in my life, but back in 2018, I straight up just bought a uh, PS4 Pro to play uh, Spider-Man. Oh, I know for like a brief period, you had a PS4 Pro, yeah. and then it was gone. Yeah, I, I, had, I didn't know why. <laughs> uh, I had uh, actually for a couple of years there. Actually, I had a um, uh, a PS4 Pro and an Xbox One X. Yes, I remember you had both. You were rocking both. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a good time. I ended was the up getting... PS4 Pro basically for Spider Man. Uh, Spider Man and uh, God of War. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so. Had a PS4 Pro, Xbox One X. It was pretty ballin'. Got rid of the PS4, though. Uh, well, just because I, I played through Spider-Man and I played through uh, uh, God of War. Gave There's nothing else for you. <laughs> gave Horizon Zero Dawn uh, a shot. and uh, little maximum try. Yeah, I, I think I put about 20 hours into it. I don't know. And, like, the game looked nice. It just it didn't grab me. And the same. Yeah, uh, um, the UI was overwhelming for me. Uh, open world, too many things. It, it was close to being Far Cry 3. With Far Cry 3, I wanted to explore everything. Right. But it was just extra. It was, it was um, but kind of like a Black Flag. There's so much stuff to explore. I felt overwhelmed and kind of 
kind of stopped playing. I should give that, it another th- shot though. That that was me with Red Dead Redemption too. Honestly, I still <laughs> still haven't beat it. Same. I haven't beat Assassin's Creed. We just Creed. don't beat games here. <laughs> I haven't beat uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla either. And I love Viking shit. And like, you love Assassin's Creed and you love Viking shit. Yeah, but I put like 60 hours into it. And like, I don't even think I was halfway through like the main quest line. And I'm just like, there's just too much Burnt to do out in this of game. The, the game, uh, what's it, the, the pattern, the game patterns. Right. For me, that's what it is. Like, go to a place get high, fall into hay, repeat, go to a place, (laughs) get high. Basically my Wednesday, every Wednesday afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, because I got high, because I got high, because I got high. I was going to beat Assassin's Creed, but then I got high. (laughs) I was going to talk about (laughs) Spider-Man, but then I got high. Now I'm leaping off tall buildings, and I know why, why, man, hey, hey, because I got her, because I got her, because I got her. It's kind of Spider-Man's theme song. <laughs> well, I know what song. I'm leap off I, this I building, but then I got <laughs> oh, But then You got like three cold opens. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to web that fool up, but then I got her. I was gonna fight a naked man in a rhino suit, but then I got now I'm all now I'm fresh out of web cartridges because I'm and I know why. Oh what, fuck, man. this has gone so off the rails now. Anyway. Web cartridges. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so this episode of Spider Man, we're we're talking about Spider Man here, folks. 1994 is Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, this the, this episode of Spider-Man uh, opens up with, um, and this is something that I kind of forgot about, but uh, they throw in some terrible CGI at random for, like, s- shots of the city. Yeah, you, you noticed that? <laughs> I had completely forgot about that. Ages gracefully. <laughs> yeah, it ages so well. <laughs> uh, we also get a... about this on another show. How, like... When everything is the same style, it can age well. Yeah. But when there's live action or cartoon mixed with experimental CGI, uh, sticks out. Kind of sticks out. Yeah. We mentioned that on <laughs> our, um, our uh, Patreon exclusive uh, commentary track for 1995's Mortal Kombat. Yep. Uh, cheesy as fuck show. Uh, CGI. Ah, kind of the worst of the worst. You know what that prompted me to do, though, was uh, reinstall Mortal Kombat 11 and actually play the fuck out of story mode, which is what I was doing yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. I, I should I should boot that up, too. That story mode's quite good. Like, I especially and I'm not good at fighting games, so I just play it on easy. And you even I see the story, man, <laughs> even that's challenging enough for me. But it's uh, it, it it's not impossible. Like, it's it's easy enough that I can actually get through it. Uh, with mostly stress-free and sometimes right. if i'm just accident if i just accidentally stumble across doing a hype combo i'm like sweet <laughs> i see that's the feeling that i had um as kids accidentally stumbling upon something even if you never recreate recreate it being like hell yeah especially when you're playing against friends uh the first and only time in the og mortal Kombat. oh sorry uh killer instinct game right I ever got an ultra right that's where you do this big combo and you like finish off an enemy and the announcer goes ultra 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 um i was playing cinder and i was playing all of our friends were like exchanging the controllers mm. and i pulled that off and i just like dropped the controller and i was like sigma balls <laughs> uh. i retire as champion and i was like the only one of any of our friends to to have done that and i was like that's right and that's uh, fair you practice without us and uh here you are uh 25 years later still wearing that sweet mortal Kombat varsity jacket being like that's right i was fucking champion back then that's right <laughs> those were the days man those were the days those were the days doesn't get better than that everything's downhill since then <laughs> anyone that knows us uh <laughs> knows that we have um 
certain gripes with uh, people whose best days are those in high school and university. Yeah, like those football bros who like act like they're the absolute peak of their life was when they like played high school football. Yeah. Yeah. Baseball uh, people being like more fit. Uh, when you're fit as a teenager, I'm sorry, that doesn't count. No. <laughs> like some some dudes just like metabolism is so high. They just they have like abs and they're yeah. like, ha look what I do. I just like ride bikes. I, I, I've always liked um, uh, on the subject of people who like look back as high school or college as like the peak of their lives. Um, I always liked in Married with Children that that's actually they they actually like mock Al Bundy for that. Like they yeah. play it up as being pathetic. I forgot about that, that yeah, show because yeah. he's one of those guys, and the show is very much like mocking, ridiculing him for it. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, and not even necessarily that he used to be cooler. It's that he uh, reminisces about those times instead of seizing the day. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so we get a in the. I forgot how much I like the theme song to this Spider-Man show. Radioactive Spider-Man. <laughs> it's Spider uh, blood. Spider blood. <laughs> it's uh, it's done by the uh, uh, one of the guitarists of Aerosmith. Can't remember no what shit. his name is. Yeah, uh, it's not Steven uh, Tyler. It's uh, like somebody else in the band. But uh, yeah, it's and simple and it's catchy. It, it's kind of a like quasi like redo of the '60s Spider-Man uh, theme I song. When I was listening to it, I was like, oh, this is kind of just like a, like you said, a, if anything, like an homage to the, yeah, the 60s yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, anyway, so we, this is a uh, part five of a uh, uh, five chapter arc. So we're coming in, we're coming in hot. We're coming in hot. <laughs> There's a lot of shit to unravel. And the so, recap. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, so we got, um, we got Spider-Man and the kingpin and like dr octopus everyone's just hanging out and the chameleon and the red skull captain america and like the a bunch uh, of other dudes i've never seen before <laughs> a like uh great the great value version of the justice society of america the, the retired like the, the the um uh watch watchmen like 50 to 60 year old like retired right uh, the, the this team i don't think they're from the comics I, the characters might be but i don't think the team is themselves what basically are, yeah they're interacting they have, like, with kind of like fifth like retired superheroes that came out just to deal with red skull they right? have like the stupidest name too i'm trying to figure out what it is and they uh, all um they all well while siege is looking for that they all uh the six american warriors is the name of this team yeah, so Red Skull and uh, his son uh, Chameleon are like they pull up in a in an old hearse or something, and they've got bottles, and they just go, "Warriors, come out to play." Okay, so uh, I I'm already like super confused. So since when is the Chameleon Red Skull's son? Since when is Electro Red Skull's son? They they definitely took some liberties here. But one thing, throwing everyone in here. Not only that, Electro is like uh like an omega like level mutant or what what are the they the he's the, basically world the red skull puts him through like some uh some kind of like treatment that gives him electro powers but yeah there's this, a super th weapon th this does and this version of electro is not max dylan uh kind of uh in the comics he's kind of just a like kind of like sea level like goon basically I yeah, but in this he's um he's like uh, he's the son of the Red Skull. His name's like Reinhold or something. Um, he's got a really bad Nazi accent. Um, I mean they all Red Skull and Electro <laughs> both do. So he emerges, uh, and Red Skull is like, he is not my son anymore. He is now Electro. And Kingpin says something here that I made me laugh out fucking loud. Yeah. Kingpin is like, do you mean to tell me that this doomsday weapon of yours is just another Neanderthal in a costume? <laughs> Thank you. And that's, 
<laughs> I'm I like, like that kind of I like that because all of these dudes look ridiculous. But, yeah. out of, but out of everyone, I think we can agree that Electro actually looks the most. And it's so the, the mask dude... <laughs> and the suspenders. And indeed, he's sitting there, right? He's got the um, zigzag like Pikachu suspenders on. And he's like, indeed, this is my doomsday weapon for he is Electro. And he puts the mask on himself. Red Skull like pulls the mask on his son. And I'm like, that is the most gimmicky mask out of everyone else here, right? To and be, you have a dude that's dressed like a spider web. Like I... You to, be fair, congrats. To, to be fair, the co the costume is the only thing that's like accurate to the comics. That's exactly what Electro yep. looks like in the comics. Yeah. Um, it's just he, weird because he's like, ha my super weapon. And then Red Skull designed the outfit, apparently. And I'm like, I can't take this guy seriously. <laughs> uh, I like in um, uh, uh, the Jamie Foxx version of Electro from The Amazing Spider-Man 2. One, I actually thought the blue like all like a like almost like humanoid electric eel look was kind of cool it got made fun of but i thought it was cool looking um, I, I thought it was cool and not only that um it jives with how i kind of view like electricity uh, what was that video game where you were the dude that infamous had like a, infamous thank you one of the um, best ps3 games in my opinion i i grew up and like yeah electricity being like blue yeah right rather than I, like yellow I, I like, though, in um, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, when they brought back Jamie Foxx, uh, when he gets, like, powered up from the... Spoilers, I guess. Uh, every, movies made, like, $2 billion at the box office. Everyone's seen it. Um, barely spoilers. He yeah, powers up. <laughs> yeah, he powers up when he gets an arc reactor put on to his chest. And when he, like, actually, like, charges up, uh, the lightning is yellow. And it actually makes the, like, the look of his mask from the comics around his face. It's not By, actually like, a mask. Coming out of his head. But it's, but it's like, coming out of his head. And it... That was it, satisfying. It, it was a cool visual, yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Another thing I wanted to point out too was uh, Captain America is voiced by uh, Solid Snake himself, David Hayter. Yeah, that's a good catch. Um, and it's uh, he's not doing his the his like gruff like Snake no. voice, obviously, but like it's unmistakable that it's him. And he's using an alias, right? Uh, I was wrong. I, I mean, oh, okay. Cal talked about this off air. He when he did was doing anime in the nineties, uh, he would use a. Uh, 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 he would use an alias. He would go under the, the name Sean Barker, which was the name of his character in the live action movie that uh, that he starred in, Guyver, Dark Hero, which is a very underrated film, in my opinion. It's bad, but it's like I've always called it uh, Power Rangers with F-bombs because <laughs> it, it looks like a, an episode of Power Rangers, but like it's really gory and like people are like swearing and stuff in it. Uh, so. Yeah, if, if you if you want a I've fun never, watch, check out uh, Guyver Dark Hero. Yeah, I've never seen it. And uh, indeed, um, what's going on here? Uh, Electro is ridiculous as he looks. And like you said, even Kingpin like points it out. Um, one by one, they like charge him to test. There's kind of a common beat in this episode that we're not going to get into the nitty gritty. But basically, Electro kicks everyone's ass. They regroup. He kicks their butt again. They regroup, yeah. he kicks their butt again, and then they regroup. And while they're regrouping and he's getting stronger and stronger, he's trying to take over the airwaves and tell humankind to. So, yeah, they to give they, up. They, they they battle in this um uh, in this area that they start out in, which is like Red Skulls, like HQ or something. Yeah. So so they fight. Uh, Electro leaves. He's like, I'm going to take over the world. I am all powerful. And he betrays Red Skull because he's like, I'm the one with the power. Well, this is really funny because when they're in their second hideout, which is just the sewers, the three of them, they're like, ah, we are here together like family. We have escaped the Spider-Man and the Captain America. Uh, <laughs> that's a better impression, by the way, <laughs> than the actors doing Red Skull. And basically, he's like, ah, yes, you will secure uh, my hold over the world. And every once in a while, whenever he's, Red Skull says my, Electro's like, yours? Would it fucking kill the dude to say we? Right. Like his son only turns on him because he's treating him, Red Skull's treating Electro like a, like a tool. Yeah. And then he's like, well, wait a second. I'm more powerful than you. 
get fucked. And he zaps Chameleon and his family, Chameleon and Red Skull. <laughs> what a trio. Uh, they're all bald German dudes. So, oh, well, except Electro. Uh, but the other two are bald German dudes with funny colored skin. So I guess. In the comics, I believe um, uh, the Chameleon is Russian. And he's actually not uh, Electro's brother, but he is the half-brother of Craven the Hunter. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I liked Craven. Weird dude, but... Yeah, very uh, 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 very celebrated uh, Spider-Man villain. I'm surprised they haven't used him in one of the movies yet. They did tease him at the end, I guess, spoilers again, for a movie that made $2 billion at the box office. Um uh, they teased at the end Craven the Hunter in uh, Spider-Man No Way Home because when the um, uh, when the world when reality started breaking apart above the Statue of Liberty, you saw silhouettes of Spider-Man villains, and right, Craven the Hunter right. was one. Of, Craven the Hunter was one of them. Rhino was one of them. Uh, Black Cat was there. So Ooh. I like to think that there it's teasing uh, some villains to come. Well, Spider-Man um, and branching out and uh, the multiverse treating different villains from different universes as like crossing over or whatever, I think is really smart because I feel like Spider-Man, if done properly, can be its own whole Marvel arcs. Like moving away from like the world ending, like super powered shit that, that Marvel was and kind of like focusing in on the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man and him fighting wacky dudes wearing suits. Uh, <laughs> I'd actually, fun. I, I would actually, uh, and this will never happen because these movies make too much money. I would actually prefer if we got a, um, if Spider-Man got like the Disney plus or like the, the Netflix, like daredevil treatment, like something smaller scale like that, but like seasons right. of a show. Right. Give me yeah, like because then you could then the the narrative flow is different then the narrative flows on exploring the relationships and the uh, characters of villains and heroes. Yeah, Spider Man doesn't always need to be in space fighting Thanos. They, in fact, exactly. That, that's not go. really that's who Spider Man. That is that is not really who Spider Man is in the comics. Yeah, he he's more. Uh, there's a reason why him and Daredevil team up a lot in the comics is because they're both like street level heroes. Yeah, they're, they're dudes out there like fighting pickpockets and occasionally a dude in an animal suit. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, you know, lizard, rhino, very creative names uh, <laughs> in the villains here. So um, Electro goes to, uh, yeah, they're, a lot of them are like animal based, like creature based. Yeah. The, the lizard. Either from the DNA rhino. or like a suit gets stuck on them or. Yeah, the lizard, the rhino, the vulture. Uh, uh, I know I'm forgetting some. Black cat. Black Doc, cat. Dr. Octopus. The scorpion. Are we just, am I just discovering this now? <laughs> because he's Spider-Man. He's a spider. So yeah, I guess I, they're all just named after animals. Yeah, I, I never really thought about it before until just now, honestly. I just never clued in. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah cat, spider. Rhino, octopus, <laughs> hammerhead, hammerhead. He's even in the picture uh, in the background. He's right. He's right above Electro. Is hammerhead? Hammerhead's a type of shark. Yeah. Anyway. Oh yeah. Good point. Oh, who's who's this guy in my background here? This vampire-looking uh, motherfucker. Is that um? That I believe is uh uh. Sorry, audio tomb? listeners. I got a cool sorry. background here. Yeah. Sorry. I think that I think that's Tombstone. Oh, Tombstone, because Craven is right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, is this Blade? That yeah, is Blade. Is fucking Blade. Uh, Punisher <laughs> with his fucking bandana. Yeah. Madam uh, Web is above him. Oh, yeah. Ma Madam Web going here. Who the Silver fuck? Sable. Oh, yeah. Silver Sable is in this episode, too. He is? <laughs> she. Yeah, Silver Sable. We see her briefly. She's here? Yeah. The one right above oh, the, the Punisher. Right, right, right. She's part of the um the American. Uh... Now, I I don't know the circum because, like I said, listeners, we we this is the final part of a uh, like five episodes. <laughs> so I have no idea why Silver Sable is there, but she's there with some of her um uh, some of her like mercenaries. 
Oh, right, right. Her. Yeah. She, she has all of her mercenaries. Um, all of the, uh, retired, what were they called? The, the old group of heroes, the, the American, the six American warriors, the, the American warriors, um, they're no, no, all... the six American warriors oh, are specifically they... <laughs> they're called the six. <laughs> the It'd be six. ironic if one of them left or there was a new member, <laughs> they just changed their name. <laughs> the five American warriors. What if, yeah. What if one of them, like, you know, peacefully passed away or retired. Well, I right. guess they're all retired. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, like I said, they're, they're very American warriors. Like I said, they're very much a like uh, off brand justice society. And what I did like about it is because cap doesn't age as fast. They all know cap from like 50 years ago when they, when they fought hey, so this, together. This, I remember um, captain America and red skull, uh, the place where, at, where we started out at the beginning of this episode, um, I can't remember how, but they found Captain America and Red Skull in the machine. Uh, right. They were in suspended animation for the past like 50 years. Right. Right. Uh, that's it. I have things to say about that when we get there in the episode. <laughs> it's uh, it's coming. Uh, so uh, Electro goes to the UN and uh, starts literally. Yeah, he goes just to the busts UN. in and he's like, listen up, fuckers. <laughs> listen up, motherfuckers. I'm in charge now. Or, or you can die. He does hold an election, which I found really funny, but he's like... I forgot about that. But he's like, you better... Anyone who doesn't vote for me dies, which I'm like, that's okay, amazing. Okay, Putin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, the uh, Spider-Man cap and the, uh, the uh, fake Justice Society like go to fight him there. Suddenly now he has robot guardians. Yeah, like he giant... went back to HQ. They keep going back to this fucking base. And I'm like, wouldn't the police cordon this off? What's going on here? They keep going back and there were dead robots in there. And he just zaps them with some electro juice. And he's like, yeah, rise my robotic friends. <laughs> and they're like, Master also apparently reprogramming them. His powers go well beyond electricity, <laughs> folks. <laughs> reprogramming them. And um, these robots, um, I didn't think they were that good, but I didn't see it. This is a five-parter. Yeah, climax to a five, or not climax, the uh, finale of a five-parter. They're um, they're like they're like off-brand Sentinels. From thank you. I was gonna be like, these are kind of like shit Sentinels. <laughs> I'm like, how could they help? Where's okay? So he's in what's the what's the big scary level of mutant Omega? Yeah, Omega level like mutant. Whatever. If I'm wrong on that, feel free to correct me. As There's as like, power as powerful as like Apocalypse. I think Apocalypse is the most powerful mutant in existence. And like, where are all the other dudes like stopping them? This is all happening within like a few hours, like a day, <laughs> right. folks. Right. Uh, but their only saving grace is that when he gets too um, when he gets too all like hopped up on it, like kicking ass and taking names and like de making demands of the UN, uh, he tuckers himself out. That's yeah. his weakness. He gets tired because his body is not getting used to all of his power. It takes time. Oh, and uh, around this time, something like really fucking stupid happens. Uh, Mary Jane sees all this going on on TV and she's like, no, Peter, I have to go help. And uh, I, what I, are you going to do? Lady? <laughs> exactly. Okay. So I, I watched the shit out of this show. This is a common, and I didn't think about this when I was a kid. This is a common thing they do with Mary Jane in this show. She goes and is like, I have to go and help Peter gets in the way and gets hurt. And then Peter is like, it's all my fault. If I wasn't a superhero, she would, she wouldn't be hurt right now. Everything I do hurts me being a superhero hurts the people I love. And that's the theme of, that's a theme of Spider-Man, and indeed, no way, hombre. It is a theme of Spider-Man. I'll, I'll grant you that. It is not handled gracefully. Like, it is very... This is sloppy writing. What does she like, do? Straight up. Like, she, she doesn't even have, like, powers. She just, like, runs in to be emotional support and then inevitably gets in the way because people are like, ah, who is this lady? Perhaps I should electrocute her and put her in peril. <laughs> Um, and, and indeed, guess what the fuck happens? Uh, that. He's knocked the fuck out. Luckily, uh, Captain America is like, hey, Pete. Yeah, she, she gets taken away in an ambulance. Captain America shows, together, man. shows up and gives him a pep talk. And he's like, hey, I know you want to go. You want to go with her. But if you do, she might not have a world to wake up from. You need, to, you need to be the hero that, you, that I know you are. 
Also, and, you need to realize that, like, for every one of your Mary Janes, you can save someone else's, like, someone else's Mary Jane tenfold. Right. So you need to to help other people. Right. So, and so uh, that kind of pep talk, this this moves so fast. Like, this is a whole arc of movies. <laughs> right. There's so much shit going on. So they, uh, so. And he's like, thanks, Dad. <laughs> So the um, uh, the the get the the fake uh, justice society is like uh, is like let's go stop him and Cap's like no hold on you guys are old uh, I mean, I'm a lot younger I'm and in better shape but <laughs> uh, uh, my my powers are a lot uh, uh, are a lot more jacked up than yours because uh, you know I age slowly and they're yeah. like they're None like you are super soldiers they're like doesn't matter we want to help and he's like. Okay. Let's except set up for you, Sable. Yeah, except for you, Silver Sable. You gotta go. You gotta go. You're like, like, uh, like, like, you know, like earthworm level, like, hero. You can't do shit here. And she's uh, like, okay. <laughs> I didn't really understand why he sent her and her, like, mercenaries away. It's like, take all the help you can get. I guess at some point, though, people just get in the way. Right. Like Mary Jane. It's like, what can, what can do, like, buff dudes just do right yeah um so i mean uh, captain america's whole thing is he's just kind of like super strength like uh super yeah he's just got more endurance more speed more stamina more whatever other yeah. than a shield what makes him different than those bu- <laughs> those buff dudes that they sent away yeah his uh, uh uh me and my ex-wife used to always joke that uh, uh captain america's superpower is that he's in great shape yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's just a great fucking shape <laughs> and indeed that's a good message i've always liked that uh remember kids I, <laughs> take your vitamins and do- there's this little there's this little bit we this like throwaway scene where we see uh and this is clearly just the writers uh like trying to just get rid of characters that were that played a part in previous episodes in this arc yeah, there's we, like see, 30. <laughs> we, we, we see like doc ock and like the rhino and a couple of other characters standing on a rooftop and they're like well, there's no profit in this. Let's go. Yeah, they were like, well, you guys want to like peace out and rob a bank? And so Doc Ock and fucking Rhino and uh, I don't know, Lizard. Um, They're like, I I, I can't remember who else was there. They're like, okay. And they just peace out. And I'm like, why were you here? (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, this is, they clearly like played a part in previous episodes in this arc. And this is the writer's way of just like getting up, getting rid of them. And indeed, it's kind of all of them being like, we're not going to beat him by like overpowering him. We got to use our, our caps, our thinking caps. So, um, so Spider-Man, Captain America, and the the Justice Society here, and listeners, I'm aware the just the JSA is a DC property, and that this is a Marvel cartoon. Just in case someone wanted to be like, um, actually, in the uh, in the comments about that, I'm calling them the Justice Society as a joke. Uh, anyway, so if uh, there's the Alpha Squad, these guys are the Beta Squad. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure they're the Gamma Squad. Gamma, the Gramma Squad. <laughs> Gamma Squad. <laughs> oh, that'd be a good cold open too. Um, I can see a whole bunch of. <laughs> uh, I can see a whole bunch. Like, let's say uh, there's a show. Either uh, it's Peacemaker or a different show with the same level of humor. I can see that. Like a whole bunch of old old people yeah. like coming out of retirement to like to stop somebody uh but uh they like try doing the peacemaker dance at the beginning and like one of them falls and breaks their hip <laughs> yeah the others have walkers one like picks it up and like twirls it around and puts it back down <laughs> see it writes itself basically uh, we want to see old people kicking ass uh, so uh, they're they're set they set up at like some base camp uh, somewhere. One of them has like he's like, hey, my TV's acting all funny, and it's it's like a portable television that kind of looks like this. a cell phone. Cap peeks over and he's like, my God, this is a portable video device, and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> different times. <huh? laughs> Like, none of them have seen anything like this before, and it seems... Because Red Skull is supposed to have very advanced tech. 
right? Yeah. So when they they see this thing and they're like, oh my God, this is like a, a portable video, like wireless video device. I'm like, woo, <laughs> different time, huh? <laughs> uh, and indeed, it's like, like uh, the uh, Electro like uh, hijacks like all the TV signals in the world and starts broadcasting that he's taken over. I'm taking yeah. over the joint, see? Yeah, whether you like it or not. Y'all work so for me now. Y'all work for me now, see? <laughs> you um, all work for me now. You um, don't work for my father. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man, I, Spider-Man and like Captain America uh, start uh, speculating. They're like, hey, so the Red Skull must have had anticipated this. He like, there must have been like some kind of fail safe. And they're like, we've got it. It's the vortex. Never, it's the vortex. And he would never let anybody become stronger than himself. So he always has a fail safe. Yeah. And then um, when they go to investigate, they just get shot. Yeah. Yeah. Chameleon that, and, and Red Skull are just hanging out. Are just hanging out, like watching them. They don't even notice that they're there. And I'm like, great spider sense, buddy. Whenever he has a spider sense in this episode, which is like once or twice, he's immediately hit anyway. So I'm like, <laughs> It's not always helpful there, huh? Is right. it? Is it, Peter? Uh, but yeah, they're both shot by like ray guns, and they fall on the ground. And Cap is like, "Oh, you were here the whole time." Yeah, great. I mean, great writing. They've just been high. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, the Justice Society go off to fight Electro, and uh, then Shield distract him or something. Yeah. Oh, Shield, Shield is involved. The right. Shield. Fuck. Nick Fury and the Shield helicarrier show up, and then suddenly the episode turns into an episode of GI Joe. It's quite so what, yeah it's so what this reminded me of was an episode of the gi joe cartoon uh electro's like huh shield thinks they can stop me and surprise surprise he just fucking electrocutes the giant sky ship yeah and it goes and they have to evacuate down. it goes crashing down with so like gi joes with parachutes are raining everywhere yeah they're like flying around in ships like getting like blown up and always parachuting out just like in gi joe safety first and as the shield helicarrier is going down, it has, oh like, a it has like a shitload of parachutes coming shield, out. Shield doesn't... Oh, so, um, not Shield. Um, what's his name? You just said. Eyepatch guy. Uh, uh, Nick Fury. Nick Fury. Nick Fury refuses to evacuate with the rest of his soldiers. And he's like, no, I have something to do. Now, he doesn't want the ship to fall in the city. Because yeah. that's big fucking bad news. This thing's gigantic. Thousands of lives will will so he goes and he activates like an emergency pathing or whatever to to dump it in the uh, the ocean, yeah. uh, much much like um, Dark Knight Rises kind of situation. Uh, but the emergency like um, evasive maneuvers make a whole bunch of big parachutes <laughs> come out of this giant skyship, and I'm like, at what point do you have like? like a 10 trillion pound like gigantic machine and parachutes are going to help <laughs> uh, but they do and it's just enough for it to land in the ocean and then it explodes like a nuke oh right i guess it has like a, a nuclear reactor yeah yeah you'd think he would have shut that down first <laughs> but fuck uh, it yeah there's a nuke uh, in the episode folks <laughs> this episode is so fucking fast it is everything. And Nick Fury just is just watching as this goes down. <laughs> and it's like, mother of God. Mother of God. Yeah, he's just parachuting down and he's like, God help us. Yeah. and uh, Which makes the finale of how they beat Electro <laughs> really underwhelming. Uh, so what happens? Um, they try to like shit talk Cap and Spider-Man. And um, Cap and Red Skull get in a wrestle. But yeah, just and getting an old wrestle, an old fashioned wrestle. They they repair the vortex and get it going, and this uh, draws the attention of. Um, and there's a whole bunch of like pseudoscience where they explain like how this thing works. It has infinite wells of energy because it draws upon it's, itself from it's another self perpetuating renewable energy. Yeah, blah 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 blah. Could help the world, but Red Skull's the one who figured it out, and he's evil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, so as soon as the thing gets turned on, uh, Electro gets a giant boner for it, 
and flies off to like go investigate. Yeah, because theoretically, uh, because he has infinite reserves, he can draw upon it. Yeah, and become even more powerful, or so he thinks. So when he gets there, uh, uh, Captain America and the Red Skull are like wrestling one They're another. They're doing the, the the shoulder clinch. Yeah. And for some reason, Captain America, instead of just throwing the Red Skull into the vortex, he throws himself in as well. And Spider-Man's like, no, I can't do this without you. And Cap but is he like... Says he has a good buy... As he's preparing to do this, he has like a goodbye speech for <laughs> Spidey. Yeah. I'm like, toss him into the turnbuckle. <laughs> yeah, it's like fucking just Irish whip that motherfucker into the vortex. You don't oh, need to go... but he could reverse it. You don't, it's true. You don't need to go in with him. Um, but while he's preparing to do this and Red Skull's like listening because he's right there. He's like, he has a five minute goddamn speech. It reminds me of those times somebody's shot and they're like, oh, please listen to me. I don't have much time. And then they die like 17 minutes later after giving them detailed instructions. But basically he's like, you have to keep fighting, son. Blah, blah, blah. With great power comes great responsibility. And he's like, no, Cap, you don't need to be dumb. <laughs> but lo and behold, he is. So Cap throws uh, the Red Skull and himself into the vortex for all because eternity. Reasons. Because reasons. And uh, they disappear. Presu they disappear. Presumably dead, but... Uh, Electro shows up, and uh, he's like, now I will man manipulate this energy because I'm super powerful. And uh, Spider-Man just, like, shit talks him. He's like, oh, I... Basically, he's like, oh, I, I bet you can't, you're not strong enough to be able to control this energy. And Electro's like, watch, I'll show you. And he does. And Spider-Man's like, yeah, I bet you couldn't do it if I turned the juice up more. And he's like, go ahead, do it. Go ahead, fucker. <laughs> it's like the stupidest, it's like the stupidest fucking resolution ever. Using and so, his ego. And I understand that Spider-Man is supposed to be um, witty uh uh quick-witted sorry quick-witted uh like sharp and he's supposed to shit talk that that's a way he deals with his own nervousness it is yeah but i just i i think it's like really clunky here the way they handle here's it. why it's clunky you're right he's like okay i'll turn it up to infinite power <laughs> are you sure and he's like go ahead bitch I can hold infinite power and you're just going to make me stronger. And he's like, okay. And he does. And he's like, oh, infinite power. And then he's like, gotcha. And he unplugs it. Like, okay. Not, so, <laughs> it, yeah. So he's all like uh, Emperor Palpatine being like, <laughs> unlimited power. <laughs> uh, as he's like force lightning. But it ends up being too much and it absorbs electro. Uh, into the and Electro goes into the vortex, and then Spider Man like pulls the plug and trashes the panel. So let's think about this for a second. Um, Spider Man literally just murdered three people. Well, oh, oh right, because when the uh, the vortex is closed, it, it's closed. Theoretically, for it's they it's even done. They they, they exist in that vortex. So, like, if they're they're stuck in this vortex, and then you close the vortex for good, they're gone. It's gone. You 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 just killed three people. And even if they existed as some sort of energy, they probably come back much later because they're in another dimension. Blah blah blah. But I mean, he's fucking dead. And presumably, he pres presumably he thought Cap and Red Skull were dead already. Yeah, but the vortex held them in suspended animation. Uh, at the, I, I remember this at the beginning of the arc. Right, and in, in the recap, it, it held them it in held suspended, them in suspended an animation, right, for like fifty years. So he knows they're not dead; they're just like frozen in time, basically. And so when Electro goes in there and he shuts the vortex down, and there's no way to bring it back, he literally just killed three people. But he had to stop Electro somehow, I guess. I mean, Magneto could have showed up and just put this guy in his fucking place or anyone else, but they only got the B team, folks. Uh, the Professor X could have shown up and just put his fingers on his temple and like put Melted uh, his fucking brain, put him into a coma. <laughs> Presumably his goofy fucking mask. would He could make an electro uh, magnetic repulsive right. shit 
magic and like (laughs) spider-man is even talking to the to the justice society about like how uh captain america like sacrificed himself and they're like oh yeah he'll he'll be sunrise comes up he'll be remembered as like the hero that he was and it's like yeah he's a pretty cool dude yeah it's so in uh it it is canon that in this show spider-man fucking killed captain america today i learned and not only that the the grandma squad is like you did what you had to do and that cap was an okay dude well off we go and they and they just like walk away and spidey takes out a, a picture and takes a picture of them with their backs to him walking into the the sunrise um and wasn't really a glamorous uh like a lot of people have a lot to to thank spider-man for here like saving right. the goddamn fucking world and he just like takes a picture and he's like oh j- jinkies i certainly hope j jonah jameson like hires me back and that's how it ends oh and he like swings to mary jane to visit mary jane in the hospital and like right. is like i love you mary jane and she's like uh she like rolls up a doobie and they like smoke up and she's like i love mary jane too <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. I'm all out of web cartridges, and <laughs> I know why. <laughs> because I got her. Because I'm her. Because I'm her. Because I killed Cap. <laughs> so that's how they defeated. Um, I was going to murder Cap, and I know why. Why, man? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so basically, this is the episode where Spider Man kills. Captain America, Red Skull, and Electro. I did it. You did it, son. I'm I'm gonna put that in the episode description of this podcast. Something akin to this is the episode where Spider-Man murders Captain America. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But it was to save the world, damn it. For the greater good. What a what an anti needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. That's right. Live long and prosper. That's right. Wait, wrong show. Anyway, oh, anyway, that that was this episode of Spider Man. Uh, Cal, you caught a random episode, very random episode. Uh, would you would you tune in again? Eh, <laughs> if it was on TV. <laughs> yeah, like if I was ho- done dinner early and I was like waiting for like Beast Wars to come on or <laughs> or something, I I would. Uh, this was always a show for me. Um, that was fine if nothing else was on. Uh, but then I never eagerly like waited on. Oh, then um, I, I I loved this show as a kid. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, I loved this show. Um, I didn't love this episode. Here's the thing. Um, one, there are much better episodes of this show. Uh, I yeah, particularly that's like. That's I partic- particularly like the early, the early like two seasons the most. Yeah. Um, simpler times. Um, yeah. So this was not a great episode. And uh, here's the thing. Uh, when I was 12, the shit was great. 25 years later, not so much. So we it gets a resounding, if we happen to be watching something and there's nothing else on? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, uh, if this are, was a show... Waiting, go, and ride a bike, go and ride bikes. <laughs> <laughs> if, this show, if this show was on now, I absolutely would not watch it, even though I love Spider-Man. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's a, it's a time capsule. Yeah. And that's okay. All right. Um, that was episode 37 of the Lasercomb podcast. Uh, best way to support the show, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. We're starting at the $5 tier. You get hours of uh, bonus preamble audio of us kind of talking about this, that, or the other thing before we get into doing the shows proper. You also get a monthly-ish commentary track. Uh, we have done some recently for Highlander and Mortal Kombat. Uh, both really fun commentary tracks to do, so go and check those out. Uh, you also get a bunch of other uh, cool stuff. And at the $10 tier, you can uh, sponsor uh, an episode of this podcast. You can make us watch uh, a, sh- a random episode of just about any show you want. Uh, there are some limitations on that, but that's... Uh, that's that's at the ten dollar tier, and at the ten dollar tier, you also get our uh, news and current events program, Lasercomb tonight. And uh, yeah, so go check that out. 
patreon.com slash lasercomb. Follow us on yeah. Facebook, facebook.com slash lasercomb. Or you can follow me on Twitter. I am at lasercomb. And Cal, you are at? I'm at neocal, N-E-O underscore K-A-L. As I said at the beginning of the episode, this is Spider-Man month. So we're going to continue on with that by uh, covering the uh 2003 uh mainframe cgi spider-man cartoon uh so i'm gonna hit screen share and we will go and see how many oh right yeah only 13 episodes it only lasted one season uh so we're going to going to the old trusty random number generator one uh random numbers between one and 13 and here we go 10. Ooh, number 10. There were only 13, huh? Yeah, only lasted one season. Spider-Man Disabled. Oh, this one has Silver Sable in it, too. Huh. Funny. Peter covers a press conference and inadvertently videotapes incriminating evidence against Silver Sable, an Eastern European assassin for hire. Now she will stop at nothing, including killing Mary Jane, Harry, and Indy. Who the fuck is Indy? You know, there is good friend Indy. <laughs> <laughs> we named the dog we named the dog indiana <laughs> all right so uh we'll be back uh next time with episode 38 of uh the lazy Gone podcast and until then i've been siege one of your hosts and i'm a super sickly neocal uh thanks for listening we'll catch you next time roll another blunt yeah. La la da 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 La da da La 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 da La 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 da La 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 da I was gonna clean my room Until I got high I was gonna get up and find the broom But then I got high My room is still messed up And I know why Why man Yeah I was gonna go to class before I got high. Come on, y'all. Check it out. Uh, I could have cheated and I could have passed, but I got high. I'm taking it next semester and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. Go to the next one. Go to the next one. Go to the next one. I was gonna go to court before I got high. I was gonna pay my child support, but then I got high. No, you wasn't. They took my whole paycheck, and I know why. Why, man? Hey, cause I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high.